Joining me as we wrap up the trading day, that was is Rowan Williams uh, from Nitrogen Fund Managers. So let's start off with that inflation print, Rowan. It came out hotter than anticipated, 6.4% in January compared to a rise of 6.2% that was expected. Core inflation also up 0.5% in January compared to 0.4% um, increase uh, the previous month. Uh, well, yeah. Um, and I'm just wondering, uh, what's up with the upbeat mood in the markets? Because you'd expect that with hotter than anticipated inflation, then uh, they'd be in a downbeat mood. Yeah, we did see some commentary sort of leading up to the print that if it was there or thereabouts, that the market would um, take that as still declining inflation and that would be viewed as broadly positive. So that does seem to be... The narrative that's taken hold and that um, notwithstanding as you said it was slightly higher than the 6.2 expectation coming in at 6.4 percent that's still low enough or a the trajectory is a declining rate of inflation uh, in terms of uh, rising inflation that uh, is still uh, you know uh, yeah is uh, bolstering the mood and, and I guess is enough to keep uh, yeah the bulls bulls happy that the sort of rally driven by um, the ending of the hiking cycle is still firmly in pace and and yeah so we seeing the, the markets after a short wobble really pick up the upwards momentum yeah so then what exactly does this mean for the fed it doesn't mean that they're about to pause right no so i think and they the fred seemed to have been at pains to say that they will look at the data they will look at uh, inflation they'll look at the jobs numbers and they will um, tighten accordingly. So uh, the latest numbers after this uh, print that uh, the June sort of uh, it's 50-50 whether they will actually hike or pause. Uh, so it does show you that um, the market is starting to see a potential that the, the, the Fed will continue to hike, I guess, at a much slower rate than they have in the past. And so even the fact that they may hike in, in June if it's at a slower rate, 25 basis points, that's really would be uh, the, the the rate of hiking. That that still is fairly benign and and still indicating a slowing down of the the rate hiking cycle. So if it's June or now in terms of the pause, I think the markets still see that as broadly positive. Ah, all right. Well, something else that's positive was the share price of Telcom today. It came out with a trading update for the quarter ended December. Revenue up by a tepid 2.3%, saying that it was supported by growth in new generation technologies and increased data consumption, but core profits sliding there uh, as it was met with uh, challenging trading conditions. In addition, uh, Telcom also said it's embarking on a restructuring program uh, and then that it's starting with a cost-saving uh, initiatives. Yeah. Those include a retrenchment process that will affect 15% of staff. What were the markets reacting to there so positively? So really the, the, the whole Telcom investment case is essentially a breakup and a sum of the parts uh, valuation of their underlying assets. And where the market uh, took uh, a positive tone was uh, actually on the announcement that they are considering a disposal of the SwiftNet assets and potentially the OpenServe assets. And that could be about a third, up to a third of the sort of uh, share price valuation um, that they could unlock. So 
it's clearly yeah, actually the the results the the operating performance was uh, disappointing actually below expectation but positive commentary on the value unlock strategy uh, hence the share goes up so you can see what the investment case is all about uh all right well, let's check in on SPA and find out what you think about the investment case there. So they had a trading update for the 18 weeks ended uh, 28 January. Uh, group turnover edging higher by 7.8%. Mostly good numbers on those different units. But I guess what I was uh, positively surprised by was Poland's turnover increasing by 4.6%. Even after those uh, the termination of those contracts with the 58 retailers last year in July. Um, is this showing that SPA still has a fighting spirit or are you not convinced? No, I think uh, it does show that they actually, yeah, the they underlying performance did prove to be quite resilient. They've obviously had a torrid time recently. It's uh, been surrounding corporate governance and various uh, loans uh, to some of the uh, underlying retailers. I think they've done quite a good job at addressing that at a board level and the market can focus again a bit more on their, their operational results. And uh, if you look at them, they were better than pick and pay, uh, maybe not as good as, uh, as ShopRite. But uh, what we did see was basically volumes flat. Uh, so the, the turnover growth really coming from uh, price inflation. But that's still not a bad result. Um, and then the, yeah, the international operations, a bit of a mixed bag, Ireland a bit better, um, Switzerland a bit worse. But as you say, positive uh, upside was Poland, and that's really been a bit of a thorn in their side because that has been taking much longer to turn around than anticipated, been incurring losses there. That's when uh, they um, are doing a massive SAP rollout, which is also um, constraining their capital. So there has been concerns about the balance sheet. So any positive news for, for Poland is positive for the spy investment case. Yeah, all right. Let's uh, go to short-term insurance now, Santam, quickly. So things not looking good there, flagging a profit uh, slide, uh, saying that earnings could fall by 37%. In this um, difficult environment, would you be going into a short-term insurer like Santam? Now, Santam is a very solid player. They are fairly broad-based, so if there are claims, um, if there are adverse weather effects, events, uh, they will, will, will feel uh, some of it. There have been quite significant floods uh, recently, so um, there have been a slightly elevated claims, and that impacts their, their earnings, which are somewhat cyclical. Obviously, investment markets weren't great that, that great last year as well, so that would have weighed on, on their earnings as well. So you could argue this is sort of a lower point in the cycle, and potentially there'll be less claims going forward, and it's a good time to get in. So it's a dependable play, I think, over a, over a full cycle. It is a stock to own. Ah, all right. Well, uh, let's get to another stock uh, that you think uh, you should be uh, owning, uh, your stock pick for today, Rowan. Yeah, so uh, we went for Supergroup. Um, it um, is a very dependable uh, logistic service uh, operation. They've got significant operations offshore, uh, particularly in Australia. And what we have seen, unfortunately, the RAND has weakened significantly. And so uh, they're quite defensive in terms of their earnings. Um, and also their trading statement was, was excellent. Um, earnings up over 30%. I think there were concerns maybe about the sustainability of the dealership margins. But clearly, uh, the business is in good health, very well managed, uh, undertaking share buybacks, doing all the right things, generating cash, 
and uh, now paying a dividend as well. So and and has ran hedge elements, so it ticks a lot of boxes for us. So so we still like it, notwithstanding the recent rally. Ah, all right. Well, thank you very much for your time and for your analysis uh, today, Rowan. That was Rowan Williams from Nitrogen Fund Managers.